thank you for coming, Father. Absolutely, my son. He's going absolutely wild in there. I've seen this sort of thing before. I've got plenty of experience. I've dealt in this sort of unholy, ugh, disgusting father, sort of... Father, are you okay? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, Lord. I'm sorry. What seems to be the problem? Well, he was foaming at the mouth, and then he stopped eating for a while, and then he stopped drinking. And stopped yet, drinking? Yeah. But every night's happy hour. And then he still produced strange fluids from his mouth. Look, if you don't believe me, then listen to this. Lock him downstairs. Come with me. Father, look out! Be gone, demon! The power of Christ compels you! The power of Christ compels you! The power of Christ compels you! <laughs> oh, I don't think this is working. I have just the thing for him. And what might that be? Holy dog water! Oh. It'll get that demon out in just a gif. <gasps> Copyright, Just a Guy 2023. Ah, there. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. M muddy? <gasps> muddy, you're back! It's all right. The exorcism has been complete. Hey, creepy peeps. Today, for its 50th anniversary, we are reviewing The Exorcist! <laughs> Welcome back, peepers, to the first Halloween installment in the Creepy Peepers podcast. Oh, because today is October 1st? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we, we planned this together. Nice. Um, so anyway, we, me and Dane had the privilege of going to see The Exorcist for its 50th anniversary in theaters today. <laughs> and this was my first time watching. Dane's like 7,000. Yeah. Um, folks, I have a long history with this movie. Um, as a horror fan, but I also did this clever thing when I was about the same age as Regan, where I watched this film every night for bed, and I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest, as a seasoned man as seeing seasoned horror man. movie... Oh, okay. Um, Dane, Dane had no issue with seeing this movie. I had no reservations, but I had a feeling that this would scare me. And right. because it has a reputation. Yeah, it, it's got a huge reputation as being one of the scariest movies of all time. And I gotta be honest, it did not. <laughs> not because it was bad. I didn't. It's not that I didn't like it. It's very hard for a horror movie to get me. I was yeah. a internet horror child. So was I. That's that's the kind of stuff that gets me. Right. I used to be scared of horror movies, but you know, ever since. The internet and the internet horror, you know, that, that stuff changed the game in terms of actual scares. Um, the Exorcist is still scared, was still scary to me, though, as a child. 
Yeah. Um, I couldn't stand the face, the famous scary maze image face. We all know that. And um, did I guess did that live up, live up to your expectations? No. Not at all? No. I was more so, like, grossed out. Like, my, my aunt was telling me that she can't... She likes the movie Beetlejuice, but doesn't like the the moss that Beetlejuice has on the side of his face because she thinks yeah. it looks like vomit. Yeah. I didn't like the actual vomit in this. Because yes. it looked fake, <laughs> but it looked like... It's it's gross either way. It looks like green snot. It's and the I was brightest like, neon green color. It's not even like aesthetically pleasing like Ghostbusters slime. It's just gross. Oh, well, I think it's aesthetically pleasing, but... I, I we were in the theater. I, I literally I looked at Nigel while it was happening. And he literally he went, Ugh. well you can't see my face, audience. But he scrunched up his entire face and, and it was like, oh, because it went right and in his t- mouth. Yeah, <laughs> it went right in the guy's mouth. Anytime vomit goes in mouth, because that's my biggest like disgusting like. It's yeah. one thing when somebody like spits on your lip while you're talking to them, and that's like okay, that's a little and gross. You're like, mm. but vomit. No, no, do not be playing with me. Yeah, I will tackle you into my. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, for those of you who haven't seen The Exorcist, I is it even worth explaining? Because it's is if it you worth explaining. If um, you think you know what the gist is, you're probably right. Right, and, and it, it, in this day and age, you've grown up with so many references. I mean, the movie is. It, it, it gives you what it is. It's it's yeah. two priests exercising a very scary little girl because she has demons in her and blah, blah, blah. I would say if you are one of those people who likes storytelling and likes, like, mysteries and, and clues and just uh, just plot lines and stuff, The, the Exorcist has a good middle drama uh, of figuring out everything that's going on. Um, and then there's people like... Uh, Mr. Bailey, who, you know, those parts were not as interesting. Yeah, like, I'll admit, there were scenes with the, uh... There were the classic scenes with the doctors where it's like, Oh, well, um, I know that her bed was shaking, but since I haven't seen it with my own eyes, let's just say she's, uh... It's her, um, how do you say... Her in strength. Our, in, in our medical, uh, this day and age, in our medical, uh, yeah. searching and There's science. There's a lot of medical talk. A yeah. lot of, it's... But it's... It, you have to keep in mind that I, this is kind of like the first movie kind of of its kind and it's trying to portray this as as realistically as possible so um the the scenes in terms of realism i guess are are relevant but i mean for scares and, and everything else all the, all the juicy stuff um you get it mm-hmm. but in in very uh very small doses and, and very spread out small doses. Absolutely. But for me, I enjoy that because it it's it makes those those scare moments much more scarier, I guess, because then you you, you have a movie of silence and, and mystery and dialogue to compare it to. Yeah. Because if this movie was like scare after scare after scare, like The Conjuring or something, I wouldn't. You know, it it, it it wouldn't hold as much weight. This movie feels like it holds more weight because they they take their time very much with this movie. Yeah. They never... Um, there's never a moment in the movie in which it's like, okay, this is, this is getting to the point where it's like scare after scare, so much so that you get desensitized. Right. The scares do hit hard, but... I do think that this movie could have done with 
one less character, and it was the detective. Yeah. He just, he shows up, <laughs> makes little to no impact on every main character, and then just sticks around as mm-hmm. if he was as memorable as anyone else. Right. And honestly, if you cut his scenes where in which he was driving the runtime, you would have at least 40 minutes less of... Right. Of the uh, of the Exorcist, and honestly, I don't think the film would have struggled without it. Right, I, um, I don't think so either. As much as I th- think that some of the plot elements are important, I truly don't think the movie would have suffered at all. Yeah, from axing his scenes too. Uh, I liked. There were several moments which very loosely referenced Rocky, involving <laughs> yeah. the Italian uh, priest, our, our Italian priest, uh, sort of main character. Because there's not really a main character in this film. There's yeah. multiple. But um, our, our our priest, he, he he's all very mama. You know, and he used to be a boxer. And, and he he uh, jogs. And he wears With a gray sweatsuit. With his full gray sweatsuit. Yeah, just like Rocky. You know? The and, guy even says to him, uh, I knew you looked like a boxer. Right. <laughs> yeah, the weird detective guy, he, he basically looks like Mr. Potato Head mixed with, like, <laughs> Doctor Who. And he, he shows up and he's like... You want to go to a movie? And it's like, uh, no. <laughs> uh, I can't tell what, what's up with that guy, because the, the actor playing this detective, it's like, I must be in a comedy, you know? Yeah. His, his scenes are very intrusive, and they it's like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to tell what the tone... When he shows up, it made me laugh. When, toward, like, towards the climax of the film, when uh, Regan's mom opens the door really slowly and the, de- the detective's face is there for those of you who know the scene I I laughed I laughed in the theater because you just see just these huge Mr. Potato Head eyes and this huge nose and this mustache it's like it's so funny to me yeah Jimmy Jimmy Durante pops up at the front door yeah <laughs> um, but anyway so that yeah that's all well and good um, that's basically the synopsis of the movie for people who haven't seen it um, also, really quick, peepers. Um, we thought we'd we thought we'd address something that didn't end up occurring in the past two reviews. Um, we didn't do our LVP, our LVP MVP oh, for Pee Wee, and we didn't do our uh, LVP MVP for uh, Jurassic Park. That's so we're gonna right. we're gonna, we're gonna run now. through those really quick. Okay. Uh, okay. MVP, obviously MVP Wee. Yes. Uh, yes. LVP. Pee Wee still is a show, obviously. It's the Pee Wee Herman show. I'd say probably the LVP in, in Pee Wee's Big Adventure was the... Hmm. I, I can't say Francis, because Francis I like too much yeah, as a villain. I, I mean, but Francis isn't even around that long. Yeah. And he, I guess he just straight up gets murdered at the end. How about the smelly, the smelly hobo from the train scene who's singing with Pee Wee? Oh, spe- speaking of smelly hobos, what does that mean? One in the Exorcist. <laughs> no, I. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, there is one in the Exorcist, but um, but yeah, that's that's one of the my LVP for scenes me. too. We'll who, talk who's about your that later. Who's your MVP LVP for Pee Wee? Oh my gosh, um, Pee Wee L- uh, MVP okay. of course, um, LVP. Oh Lord, would it have to be? Oh my gosh, Andy. Who? Andy Simone's boyfriend with the dinosaur bone. No, because he's funny. Yeah, he's pretty funny. <laughs> he's funny. 
it's hard to dislike a character in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, no one's. It's, it's and that's why it's such a good movie. Yeah, no one's really like a ah. Yeah. No one really rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. But I mean, the dad. You know what? We'll go with. We'll oh, go with. oh oh oh. Um, um, uh, Father Buxton. Yeah. 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 The Buxtons are not thieves. Yeah. I'll go with him. He he he's just. Ugh. Yeah. That that's someone I, I don't stick up for in Pee Wee World. <laughs> in um, Puppetland. Ah. <laughs> okay, so there there's that and there's that. Um I think we did skull rating for Jurassic Park. Did we? I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, anyway, back to the movie. So well, we gotta do L V P M V P Jurassic Park. We did, Oh did we not oh god. Okay, okay. You do you do the yours first. Okay. So my MVP is Jeff Goldblum. Mm. Um he, he he's a scene stealer. And it's amazing because he's so monotone. And you'd think someone monotone wouldn't steal a scene, and he does. And it's great. Um, my LVP... Oh, Lord. My LVP would have to be Mr. John Hammond. He's funny. I, li- I like him when he's funny. But, like, he just... He, 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 he makes you really question old people mm-hmm. and and like people you just like meet you know you just can't trust people who put on such a, a show at, that makes you feel trustworthy and that's why he's my, he's my LVP he made Jurassic Park and Jurassic Park ate people and he was like I'm gonna make two more Jurassic Parks for money and that's it <laughs> I'd say MVP for me I was actually going to say John Hammond, but you made, you, ro- you rose a good point. Um, so I think MVP for me would be the CGI editors. Because <laughs> those were awesome special effects. They still hold up. Yes. Um, LVP Spielberg for allowing every other, franch- every other movie in the franchise to happen. Hey, Lost World is good. Now, yeah, okay, Lost World is good. World? All right, Jurassic Park has the same franchise that Home Alone has. The first two are pretty good. Yeah. The rest are just cash Ghostbusters. Brand. Yeah. Yeah. Gremlins. Oh, wait, they only have two. And that was new animated three? show. There's there was a no new, three? There was no three, but there's an animated show and a Mountain Dew commercial. <laughs> and that, that Mountain Dew commercial that was actually Mountain Dew commercial good. was great. Yeah, I like that yeah. one. Uh, all right. <laughs> anyway, anyway back, to, back to the movie. Back to um, the Exorcist. <laughs> um, 50 years of iconic, absolutely iconic soundtrack. Yes. Um, the theme song to this film, uh, for those for those who know it, and even for those who don't know it, it's it's very recognizable, mm-hmm. and it's very spooky, and I know how to play it on the piano, so that's very spooky for my family members. <gasps> um, I think that the speaking of effects editing, the vi- uh, not visual effects, but the special effects makeup on um, Linda Blair, great great makeup, yes. still holds up as a twelve year old to have to like. Because I can't, I can't even do like colored contacts. So every time I see and somebody, I've, in a movie, I've been in a room when someone's tried to do your makeup. Yeah, too, and it's, I, it's I hilarious. always get freaked out. Uh-huh. Like before, like if I do a, if I'm in theater and I'm doing a, so and but that, then again, that's more so because no one knows what they're doing in high school. <laughs> no makeup. They're like, all right, Nigel, hold still. Why are you moving? All I'm doing is painting your eyes shut. Anyway, so um, it really does feel that way. That's that's always fun, but uh, yeah, it's a great great effects on that movie. Um, they they still hold up pretty well because they don't rely too much on them, like some other movies do. 
Right. Um, the blood effects are pretty good. It's, it doesn't look like that. Even like sometimes big budget horror movies will either have blood that's too thick or blood that's too um, thin. Too thin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I totally get that. And like Creep Show, um, great horror movie, but unfortunately the the okay. in the crate. Yeah, the crate has it's some got really, really watery. Blood. Watery, well, yeah, thick, thick blood puddles, but yeah. really watery, like actual blood. Really watery, actual do. blood. But yeah. then you've got the some scenes where like somebody will lift up something that's in blood, and it'll be like, yeah, and it's, it's like, like uh, and they say they do that for the camera back then, but it's like, yeah, I, I can see it just fine. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I will say that um, the special effects for the film are great because I, I think, I, I can't tell if it's the facial structure of Linda Blair, if it's the eyes if it's the way the, the makeup is done on her I can't tell but Regan's fully possessed look in this film is like and f- forever is terrifying and I can't really play I mean well of course you can play right she looks evil her teeth is her teeth is rotten in, in, the, in the scars and whatnot but like there's multiple other like zombie looking people that look very similar to Regan in this film and they don't really sort of carry the same sort of fear that I, I feel for her specific look in this movie. Um, and, I, and I think that's, that's wonderful. And, and that's, it's like a time capsule. And, and there's a new Exorcist movie coming out. And the, the kids they got in the movie, are, they look scary. But, I mean, no possessed child after this movie can hold a candle to her look in Absolutely. this film. I one mean, of the, the most eyes. iconic possessions of all time. Yeah. Now, it may sound like we're winding down, and that's because what? we are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, we're not winding down. All we're doing is introducing uh, one of our favorite segments. Um, usually, this is not a very good way to segue into it, because I have to say uh, the quote oh, in a very right, certain right, way. Right. Um, so, uh, why don't you tell us, Dane, about your favorite item to buy at Walmart? My favorite item to buy at Walmart? Yeah, why don't you tell us? My favorite but first, some fan mail! <laughs> hey, creepy peepers! I'm Eve, and when I saw The Exorcist, I <laughs> I shit my pants. It is so scary, it is so good, I miss it every day of my life. I am Kat Ackerman Burroughs, and when I watched The Exorcism, I... I didn't feel anything because <laughs> because I'm super dark and twisted and um, the exorcism is actually like normal <laughs> to me because I'm that dark and evil. Well, thank you very much to everyone who submitted. And if you would like to be featured on our next fan mail segment on the Creepy Peepers podcast, go ahead and check out our official Instagram for the link right under on at Creepy Peepers podcast on Instagram. We have the link right under our, our page description, and we'd love to have you on. Now, back to the movie. Yeah. So, I really loved uh, I really loved the cinematography in this. I loved that the story didn't drag too much unless the detective was on screen. <laughs> um, That's true. And yeah, I just, I, th- I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, the guy who played the detective, I mean, I, I'm knocking this guy. Because he, he, not only did he play it like a drunk but he stayed like on screen for as long as he possibly could. He could have said all of his dialogue like this quick, but he wanted to go, well, and this is just a thought, but um, if you, and just consider 
that maybe uh well and, this, <laughs> and that's that's his entire scene and it's like go away <laughs> in the words of uh dane dane over here uh, get out <laughs> exactly um but yeah i thought that was uh I thought that was pretty funny. And I will, I will give um, uh, the movie this. Despite how often it's referenced, when it got to the parts where, like, her head spun or yeah. the, um, the uh, throw-up happened, yeah. it didn't seem cliche. Right. A lot of movies, once you go... Like, I can't... For as much of an 80s fan and as much of a comedy movie fan I am, I don't like the movie Airplane. Because every joke from what? it has been quoted 80,000... I'm not saying that it's not good you know, bits. there's only one joke I've that just I know heard it to be. Don't call me Shirley. That's it. Yeah. There's don't that's call the me Shirley. One. There's the drinking problem where the guy can't drink his water and that's his drinking problem. It's I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And 80s movie fans, go ahead and put your torches and pitchforks because I I can't I can't do it. I've seen the movie. I've seen the full movie. I try to give it a fighting chance. It's just every joke I've ever, I've heard like five million times. Right. Uh, still a million bucks short of being a millionaire. Like. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, this is pretty good though. The um, the, mo- the movie's mo- big moments, big uh, like reference moments. Yeah, they they don't seem. It's it's it was like uh, watching Jurassic Park. Like in when the when you see the big dinosaur with the long neck, I forgot the name of. But when Brachiosaurus. You see, Brachiosaurus. When you see that for the first time in Jurassic Park. You know, you still get the goose goosies. You know, I was sitting there, I was like, oh, you know, and it's magical, and. I kind of got the, well, I mean, even though it's The Exorcist, I got the same f- feeling of, like, wonder. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm seeing this iconic moment um, on the big screen and with the sound design. Yeah. The, the, the sound for this movie in this theater, once again, I, I loved because there were so many little noises that I never heard before that I heard this time, and it just makes the movie that much better for me. And... Um, the the sound d- design was great. the 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 movie looked good. The colors popped more. I I thought the blues and stuff were really vibrant and stuff. Um, but those those moments, you, you know, you don't roll your eyes and go, "Oh, here's the moment." You know, I mean, the only time I really kind of feel that way is the throw up scene, because it's like if someone's even like like you just know that scene. You know what I mean? You just know. But um. I don't think people know when it happens in the film, too. That's the other thing. Yeah, I liked the demon. I forgot about the demon in this movie. Um, they did a really cool effect at <laughs> one point. You forgot about the demon in The Exorcist. As I was saying, I like the <laughs> demon <laughs> before okay, my, my be right. co-host heckles me one more time. Right. I'll be right over here. Yeah. Um, but no, no, no. I, I did like the demon. Um, they, were, they did pulled off this oh, really yeah, cool effect. They pull off this really cool effect where the, the lady is walking through her kitchen and we see the demon's face just like appear. Yeah. And it was like, not like even green screened in, it just kind of showed up and it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but what do you say we dive right into skull ratings and MVP LVP? I, I agree. Um, you go first. Okay. So, very obvious choice. My um, LVP for this movie is the detective. Classic. Because... We could totally axe his character because this stinking actor, I feel like he's the most pretentious guy because he wants to sit there and be, like, half drunk but but try and, like, take up as much screen time as possible. It's like, really? Like, come on. There's so many other better characters that could have had that amount of screen time. The, the drunk director 
Oh, I even. love that. I, he was, he so was great. He's he's hilarious, and he should have been been on for as long as the detective has. Mm. So that's my LVP. My MVP, man, my MVP is going to have to be, um, Mister Mister uh, Jogging Jogging Priest Father Harris. <laughs> He he makes depression look very swaggerous. <laughs> so does so does uh, Taron Edgerton in Rocket Man. <laughs> but he he makes a miserable life look look cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciated this character because because like he's a cool guy and and as the mom in the in the movie says, he's got a very intense faith. But you know you you can really tell that that man is a sweetheart and and you feel bad for the guy because so much happens to him in this movie. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a whole subplot with his mom and stuff, and you feel for this guy, and and he does the ultimate right heroic thing in the end. Yeah. Um, what would what would be your skull rating? Ooh, my skull rating. Um, I would give it a nine because it's 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 concepts, it's it's whole, it's moments, it's it's reputation. I I think of all of that. I mean, The Exorcist precedes itself it, it's it's more than a movie and um it's got so much attached to it you know it's it's a powerful movie to me I, lo- I love the movie and um i'm not as scared of it as i used to be if i was 12 and we had this podcast well first of all it'd be three hours long because <laughs> <laughs> it's second of all um i'd rate it a 10 because i'd be i'd be like oh that picture's scary yeah um, well, I'll say my MVP right off the bat, or my LVP, also the detective. Yeah, very boring yeah. character. Um, MVP, the doctor at the beginning, when they first examine her, he <laughs> oh. swears because the lady asked him to because uh, Linda Blair swears at him. Yeah. Um, and we don't hear what she says until what when he says it. Um, and it makes both Linda Blair's mom laugh and the doctor laugh yeah. so subtly that it's that I almost wonder if that was a genuine character break. <laughs> right. Because it was a funny line. Uh-huh. Or if it was just in the script. Either way, it was just hilarious. It made me laugh immediately first thing we got in the theater. And, um, and even, even though the two characters are laughing, the scene felt normal. That feels like yeah. a natural reaction Absolutely. to that situation. So, The skull rating I would give this... Again, first first uh, first real horror movie inauguration of the Creepy Bears podcast. I would give it an eight out of ten. Ooh. Eight out of ten. I really enjoyed it. I was considering an eight too, but I, I gave it that extra nine because of the history. I'll give it an eight because it held my attention. It didn't give me quite the biggest scare, but it held my attention, and I think it was. Pretty it surprised good. you here and there. Yeah. Yeah. And might I say before we go, stay tuned because the Creepy Peepers are going to be hitting you with a lot of great. And a lot more frequent content during this Halloween season. So be sure to look out over on the Just Guy Network channel where we will be posting a few skits along the way. And here on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, or wherever you may be listening. Because we're going to have a whole lot more this October of the Creepy Peepers Podcast. Yay! We'll see you next time. <laughs>
next time on the Creepy Peepers Podcast. Dude, you're probably like one of those people who like praises Cars 1 as the best no. Pixar film. No, I don't think Cars 1 is the best Pixar film. However, I think the movie Dinosaur from 2001 <laughs> a lot of um, unjust uh, harm. Dude, that is one of the worst. If you look any list, the worst Disney movies, Dinosaur no, no. is on like number one in that list. No. I, I like Dinosaur because of its effects. It, it, it blended CGI with real... Dude, those effects real, were subpar. No. They, well, okay, the dinosaurs were subpar, but like every the landscapes and stuff and were the movie's nice. called Dinosaur! And the music was nice, and the monkeys and stuff. The, the whole... monkeys. Oh, my favorite part of the movie Dinosaur was the monkeys. <laughs> so interesting. <laughs> well, well, the good dinosaur is bad. Dude, do not freaking start with me on that. I saw, that was the last like new Disney movie I saw in theaters was The Good Dinosaur. I like The Good Dinosaur. The Good Dinosaur was good. No. I saw he was friends with the kid. The kid was a little caveman and they both got lost from their tribe. I don't family. give a damn about the kid, okay? Dude, the kid <laughs> was the best. That was people dog on the Ice Age baby. And yeah, that baby yeah. like little CGI potato no, that wasn't funny. But the caveman baby from Good Dinosaur, and then the dinosaur Ooh. with his little cartoony look, Pete's dragon. I'm tired of Pixar being like, let's do something scary. That wasn't the scary. F- no, the dad freaking dinosaur like in the river like, by the piece of wood. Are you Dude. kidding me? You can't show me that in my Pixar film. The good dinosaur. Every Pixar film has a it. death in it, dude. But not one like that. You don't see the, the dead. What happened like, in Lion King? He fell off a cliff. That's not Pixar. All right. That's just regular Disney. In a, in a, a Big Hero 6. The guy okay, died in the fire. Okay, but they don't show. He runs in and then the they building explodes. They didn't show the dinosaur like exploding after but he got hit by sh- the wood. They showed this dead. Uh, and they show it. Dude, I hope you get hit by a plank of wood in the water next time I see you. All right. You know what? And you'll you'll orchestrate that, too. Yeah, I'll see yeah. about that. Well, yeah. This has been a Just a Guy Network audio production.